the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along. Tuesday edition. Things are good. It's a spring-like day, is it not? Kathy, you look springy. You look like... Can I talk now? You're trying. I'm trying. I I thought it was going to be warm today. I wanted to spruce things up. Mm. Is that... The pattern is that a gingham? Uh it could be seen as a gingham. Gingham, mm-hmm. not a funny it, word. I call it a check. A check. Mm-hmm. What's a gingham? Uh, a gingham is a particular weave mm-hmm. of material. Style. This, this would weave. not. It is, but this would not be a gingham weave, mm-hmm. but kind of a gingham look. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Like a tablecloth. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean that in a good way. There is no good way to mean that. <laughs> no, it's like a check tablecloth. Yeah, like thanks something a lot. you would take on a picnic. Yeah, thanks a lot. That's what I mean. Uh, the ride home streaming live on YouTube. <laughs> I don't mean it is the, a... the word Pittsburgh on YouTube. You can see the tablecloth I'm wearing. It's gingham, right? It's not I mean, gingham. It's a little. It's it's, it's not gingham. I guess I should say it's a, it's a picnicky look you're wearing. Yeah, that's a much better thing <laughs> than you look like a tablecloth. <laughs> uh, my fashion sense is today. Not so great. This uh, outfit sponsored by J Crew, where I bought it. J but Crew, jo- but you? yeah, but John thinks it looks like. It. Well, it's, just, you know, it's almost uh, picnic season. Yeah. Yeah, you're trying to dig your way out. Keep going, John. <laughs> Do you like pickles? Why I don't mean, you, yeah, for all of you uh, who, you know, uh, are normally watch, normal, watch, normal watchers of the show, you are normal you, watchers. People who watch the show. Normally. I don't know if you're normal or not. Anyway, if you're not usually a watcher of the program mm. log on right now and please say like i think this is a nice shirt it's a nice plaid pink well yeah spring. but you said it looks like a tablecloth well it I is mean, a nice shirt Kat. thank you christy i mean but you would not be surprised to be at a picnic and see that that type of thing <laughs> this is, on a table this, it's not getting better the more you talk about it <laughs> you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying yeah that's what i'm, I'm not, afraid of anyway mm-hmm. let's move on to the news okay Things are better there, I'm sure. I don't think they are, but I'm glad that you had an optimistic attitude about it. (laughs) It's a big world. As we always do, Kath. Mm -hmm. Let's get underway. The top stories of the day. Please give us the top four at four. All right. It's Tuesday, April 5th, Mm. you guys. 2022. Number one. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky told the UN Security Council today that Russian troops invading his country had, quote, killed entire families, adults and children. He made it clear that he believed the U.N. had failed to end the brutal attack on his country and needed to change to serve its intended purpose of keeping peace to the world. The man was shouting at the U.N. He was hot. Quote, Ukraine has the moral right to propose a reform of the world security system, he said. We have proven that we help others. Now we need decisions from the Security Council for peace in Ukraine. He went on to say, the U.N. system must be reformed immediately so that the Security Council veto 
doesn't equal the right to die. I mean, the UN. It's, it's totally just, it's has. It's toothless. It means it absolutely is. It's just, nothing. You know, it's... But they have a really nice building. Well, they have all those diplomats running around New exactly, York City. Exactly, right. Or Brussels. Number two. More than 500 people in the U.S. were killed or wounded in road rage shootings in 2021. 500 people? It's the worst year on record. How about that? So road rage is obviously through the roof. Yeah. Have you seen it? You've mentioned it several Uh-oh. times. I haven't really seen it. You haven't? No, I haven't. Man. But after I've read this and after all the stuff you've told me, clearly I'm, I must be in the minority. Christy, have you seen it? Road rage? Um, I have road rage, but I've never <laughs> I've never seen anybody oh. like anything like that. What's that uh, look like, your road rage? Me? Just, you know, just yelling at people oh, mm. yeah. on I'd the like parkway. Kid, don't get shot. Mm. Yeah, please don't do that. <laughs> please. Um, of course, the thought is that it's pandemic-related stress, right? Also, record increases in gun purchases, uh, they say, may be factors. Uh, in the average month in 2021, mm. 44 people in America were shot in road rage, road rage incidents. You're just trying to go I know. home like, or go to the everybody store. Everybody relax it a little bit. All of a bit. sudden, people are like, you know, killing each other? With that. Number three, Major League Baseball opening day is Thursday. The Pirates have unveiled some changes to PNC Park ahead of the 2022 baseball season. You want to hear what they are, John? Yeah. Okay. New signage, which is more closely aligned with their corporate branding. I'm not really sure what that means. Um, a number of adjustments to improve the game day experience uh, all behind the outfield wall. Rail seating for fans. More tables for diners at Manny's Barbecue. The removal of a security building to create a section of covered bullpen adjacent seats, which could be fun, Right. Also, some new concession vendors and children's play areas. You can go online to the Pirates' website and see all the changes they have planned. Uh, according to the Incline, no word on whether these improvements also include a winning record. Of course not. The chances of it's that an, are It's an embarrassment. Actually, they're going to lose another 100 games this year. They're probably, I know they will. I think it's an embarrassment. it seems that they're markedly worse than last year. Pretty much. Uh, the Bucks open the season at Bush Stadium against the Cards Thursday at 4.15. It's hard to care. I just don't care. I know you don't. And I, it breaks my heart. I know. And number four, my favorite sports event of the entire year Indy starts 500. on Thursday, the Masters. Oh. And who tees off at 10.43 a.m.? Tiger Woods. Yep. He's going to Tiger he's playing. Woods, yes, with Louis Oosthuizen and Joaquin Neiman, and that is your top four really? at four. Can you believe that? No. I, I, what's the under so over like he gets little, through oh, the whole thing? Well, so he said that he feels like um, he will, his hitting is no problem, but he's not sure he's going to be able to walk the course. That's his biggest concern. And he walked the course. Yeah, for four days. I can't imagine. It's a tremendous amount of walking. If you don't walk, can you play? No. No. Mm-mm. It's part of the game. Right. There's no cart going nope. to drive him from hole to hole. Nope. I mean, I just can't imagine. No. Seriously, the hardware that he's got to have in his body. Is I know. Be to, so that was probably a year ago, I think, that he had his accident. A little over a year okay. ago. Okay. So at that point, they weren't sure, first of all, that he was going to live. Then they weren't sure he was going to walk. Right. I mean, he's always been in remarkably good shape. But has always had... Super committed to his workout, but he's had that persistent back yeah, issue. Yeah, he's had major problems right. with his back. A lot of emotional trauma that, at, of his own generation. Of course, that, yeah. Can't blame anybody else for that. No. Nope. Nor can you blame anyone else for the car accident. No. Hmm. However, there is no bigger draw in golf than Tiger Woods. There is no bigger it draw. It turns it up to 11. I mean, I am so it? geeked about it. Me too. I cannot wait. Now, here's the thing because he has, once you win a Masters, you are, alt, you have a, a, an 
eternal invite, mm-hmm. an easy pass. I like that easy pass. Um, which means if he gets up to the T at like ten forty three a.m. and thinks I can't do this, he can back out. Yeah. So that that still could happen. But I mean, he's been pleased. He played today. Great. I'm sure there's a lot of pressure on him from people. Hey, come on, you can do this because. Well, I he shows up, everything lights up. I saw on Twitter today, uh, someone who comments on golf said that the atmosphere in Augusta right now Electric. is like it is on Sunday mm. going up to the 18th. No kidding. Green. That it's exciting. that excited. Because Tiger's going to mm-hmm. show up. That's yep. fabulous. That's how much he, that singular person, means to Excellent. that sport. I love it so much. What, what, so when's he teeing off Thursday at 10? 1047. And I will be In front of your TV. Mm-hmm. Very cool. What will it be on? ESPN. Well, it'll probably be on the Golf Channel, I think, because I don't think CBS is going to play it until Saturday and Sunday. Who's got the Golf Channel? Is that like on your cable package? I don't. I, I don't know I if I have channel. it. You have the Golf Channel? Yeah, I made sure when I ordered my package that it included the Golf Channel. I don't. I don't even know what that is. It's well, it's really beautiful. Re- I'm sure it is. Yeah, a bunch of guys doing this. We're now in the uh, seventeen. <laughs> It is beautiful. It is so Say great, what you will. though. It's the best weekend of the year. Right. Okay, we'll take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about... The gap decade, when mm. you're technically an adult, but don't feel like it. Right. Did I hit this? I didn't. Katie Schnack, coming up next. Okay. It's the Tuesday Springtime Edition. Mm-hmm. The ride home. The gap decade. You in it? No. <laughs> happy to be here. WORD. I won! I won! Yes! And we want you to win, too. So sign up to receive our contests and sweepstakes updates. Each Friday, you can see new opportunities to win. We regularly give out prizes from books, music, and merchandise to household items, even vacation trips or car payments. Stay up on all the fun. Subscribe to our contests and sweepstakes updates, mailed each Friday. Sign up today at wordfm.com slash subscribe. Are you unhappy with your Medicare supplement plan? Are you paying too much for doctors or drugs? Did you know that you don't need to wait for the annual enrollment period to switch plans? You heard me right. With Chapter, you can apply to switch your Medicare supplement plan whenever you want. Chapter is a free service that helps you make sure you are on the right Medicare plan for your needs. Chapter searches thousands of options to find the plan that best suits your specific health care needs and could save you thousands of dollars each year. Because health care should be your choice not a bureaucrat's decision. Whether you're already enrolled in a Medicare supplement plan or you're new to Medicare, call Chapter and make sure your choice is the right choice. It could be the last call you ever need to maximize your Medicare benefits. The service is free, so call today. Call 800-404-0155. 800-404-0155. 800-404-0155. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. Speaking of zero... 
Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsrustpittsburgh.com. McQueen Building Company. It's about our people, but it's what others say about us that we really want you to hear. It was a pleasure working with McQueen. Everything we agreed on in the contract was done and done to my satisfaction. I'll certainly have them for any future projects and have recommended them to friends. Jeff works hard, is committed to success, and willing to go above and beyond in his zeal for the best outcome. I highly recommend Jeff, his work ethic, and his commitment to excellence. McQueen Building Company. See our work for yourself at McQueenBuildingCompany.com. Graduating from college, out into the workforce for the first time. Now, this is what I used to say to myself. How do I make this work? How do you make it work? And I think it was a pretty common refrain. Probably is still a common refrain, right? You're 20-something and you want to make the leap forward. But how does this? It seems confusing. Doesn't somebody know? Won't somebody help me? Isn't there a roadmap? Isn't there a book about this? Katie Schnack's with us. She's got a book about this. She's made it work. She's written The Gap Decade, When You're Technically an Adult But Don't Feel Like It. Katie, thanks for coming back. Thank you so much for having me back, you guys. I appreciate it. It's great to speak with you again. All right. So that's that moment, right, when you're graduating from college or trade school or whatever it is, and you're thinking, okay, so I want to get a job. I want to get on with my life. But like John said, it's not like somebody hands you. Here's wisdom. Exactly. Or a list of to-dos and says, well, if you do this, then you're going to end up with a job and a life. Yeah, that's so true. And I think and I hope that through reading The Gap Decade, people kind of see, too, that there isn't like a one-fits-all situation for everybody, right? And so many people have such different paths um, to where they're being called to and where they're feeling led. And I don't know, and it's hard in that season, too, to not look at, at look around at everybody else and kind of get stuck in that comparison game as well, right? Right. Okay, so, Katie, uh, our producer, Christy, just turned 28, uh, you were with us a, a while back, a few months back, and so Christy has read the book, and so we were talking about the book today. Christy, uh, you're reading the book last night, and what's your reaction to it? Um, so I'm in chapter four, and I was crying. <laughs> She's crying. Okay, Katie, is this the is this the um, result you were hoping to achieve by people reading chapter four? No, um, I mean, no. I can't really hear what she said, actually, but I, I get that she was crying. So, no, don't cry, Christy. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> but, but honestly, though, I do feel like, I don't know, I feel like good books that I've enjoyed I'd make me laugh and cry, and so I just try to try to do that in my writing. Okay. All right. So, can we go into this? She can't hear. You can't hear uh, Christy, maybe? You think so? I couldn't, know. So, you think? know. That's live radio, guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess it so. Is. It's one of those technological things. Well, what do we do? Do we dig down into this? I mean, why? Yes, why? yeah. So, Christy, okay, so what about, what about, what made you cry? Um, so, it was a lot of it. And she can't hear me, so you're going to have to pass this along. Wait, okay. uh, wait, I'm going to do this. Okay, go ahead. Now she can. Oh, okay. Um, so, talking about like work and just, you know, <clears throat> God didn't unfollow you on social media and, There was just a lot of things that were speaking to me as I was reading the book that just, it was just emotional for me. Emotional. And do you feel, and I think, you know, maybe I'll I'll just take my own 
That crying, that emotion is like somebody had it together. Katie Schnack's had it together because she's written about it, and I don't, and I don't think I ever will. That scares me. Okay, Katie. No, John. Oh, I really hope that's not why she was crying because that's definitely not what I try to emulate. Um, but I do, I think that, I don't know, I feel that there's so much beauty in sharing your experience in a very truthful way. Um, because just like this, like people can relate and see their own selves in those, those kinds of experiences and journeys. I feel like when I was in my twenties and thirties, there were so many times when I felt like, Hey, I'm the only one who feels like everything's a mess or my life's upside down. Um, so that's why I just wanted to kind of put it all out there because I know that I, I wasn't the only one and I'm not going to be the only one for, you know, whoever comes after me in that season. So I just think it's important to share. Right. Um, Katie, I don't, I don't mean to speak for Christy, but I'm going to because we're having a hard time, uh, connecting. But I don't think that she was crying because uh, you've got it together because you've got no. it together and she doesn't i think no, no. it was about the fact that what you were saying spoke to her so true yeah it was comforting to her that she wasn't the only one who has felt that way and and reading it i remember feeling that way so i think that's probably a stage that many many people if not everybody goes through um and so you putting it down in paper i think is what Makes was so great about it so take yourself back to that those moments uh katie and talk to us about the things you were most afraid of you know that's a really that's a really good question um you know the thing i was most afraid of and it wasn't even that i was afraid it was that i was just anxious to know the end result right like where was i going to start working or like where was i going to be living in five years or like would we start having children or it's just like it's such a period that's drawn out and you have to kind of like walk through it at whatever pace it's kind of given to you um and i just always felt like i wanted to be 10 steps ahead of where i was um so that was the main thing that i was struggling with which is that waiting and that slowing down and really let god kind of like determine your steps in that season um it's not fun (laughs) it's not fun uh when you kind of want to fast forward to the good stuff yeah that's just it fast forward to the good stuff right because what you're doing is you're laying a foundation for the good stuff decades down the road so talk about your experience john when you decided to move to new york what do you mean oh well okay so i was uh in my 20s and I thought, I want to move to the big city. I'm going to take a crack at something, you know, gigantic. And what were you ta- trying to take a crack? I was going to, tr- I was trying to, you know, get on the stage. I was going to, you know, I had made a living here in Pittsburgh as an actor. That was good, but let me take it to a whole other level. N- now, I didn't know anybody. I went there. I didn't know anybody. I didn't have an agent. I mean, it was just, you know, like a million other people before me and a million since. That's kind of like the path you follow. It's it's yeah. a brutal thing. It can be brutal, but I'm wondering if you regret it, right? Not in the so least. That was not in the least, exactly. So it's not easy. So we also had the whole big move to New York, and my husband is an actor, and so he was doing the whole same thing. And it was really, really hard, but yeah. it was such a fun, beautiful time. And I think that there's times in life when things are kind of handed to you, like you could do this, and it's scary, but it's I always say, like, if the only reason that's holding you back is fear, then maybe just ignore that part and go forward with it. You know what mm. I mean? Because life is so short and precious that you don't want to look back and be like, man, what if I had moved to New York? Right. Um, you know, cause the what ifs are, I think, that's, that's probably one of the things that I was scared of, Kathy, is, you know, having regrets of not trying um, during this season when you have a lot of opportunity to try. 
Right. Okay. So much of that, that 20 thing is, and this, this adage of, it's not necessarily what you know, but who you know, because what you needed were, if you were motivated, right? A lot of people are motivated, but they just need someone to speak wisdom to them, wisdom to them, and then open the door to push them forward a little bit. And that to me seems like an impossibility for most people. Don't you think, Katie? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that there is a lot of, um, yeah, it, there's, it's really important to find those connections. And I think it can, can be really interesting to see who God brings into your life and kind of like helps guide you along the way. Yeah. So I remember being at that stage and trying to figure out how my college life, you know, my student life was going to transition into my work life. And I remember the first probably six months that I had my job that started at with me in a desk at 8.30 in the morning, mm. I thought to myself, Oh, no. I'm going to do this the rest of my life. Oh, no. You, you have to be I kidding. Know. It's a re- it, like for people who are out there and they're thinking, I am in shock and I'm the only one who's ever experienced that. I just want to say out loud, I was horrified that that was what working was like. I was horrified by it. I mean, I went through like an emotional, like depression, capitulation. This is it. Bottoming out. Like I couldn't believe that I had gone through college to get to this. And it wasn't that I hated my job. I just couldn't believe it was, it was so regular. It was going to be every day. I remember my first Christmas, like I wasn't able to get time off to go home to see my family. I was like, excuse me. I was like, who, how dare you say that to me? I was like, but it was true. So I was sitting there like on Christmas, like pouting, like at the news station or whatever. But it is, it's a big, it's a big difference and a big change. But I think that, I don't know. I think I, I, I like that you brought that up too, because you're right. It is such a common experience that so many people go through. But I also want to just encourage people to like not settle, right? But like sometimes you have to go through those jobs. Like when I worked in the news station after right after graduated, I was like, this is what I thought I wanted, but it's not what I wanted. So that's the time when you have that opportunity to pivot, right? And and to maybe kind of try to make a different choice for your life. Right. Okay. So that's a, that's a great. Uh, mm-hmm some insight there i mean how many jobs kath and i do this segment we you know we talk about all the jobs we've had katie i'm sure i've had at least 30 jobs in my life where you know you made a a, you got a paycheck and some of those i loved some of them i absolutely despised but all those made up the thing that i am now now i I didn't necessarily want to go back and relive those things but especially if you're in your 20s or your early 30s and you're doing those things it's a tough road to hoe, and you'd think it's never going to end. Like, you're going to be stuck at your desk yep. eating lunch for the rest of your life, or, you know, I'm going to be working this this crazy sales job, and there's no end in sight to this. And I'm, I think the big thing is you're just stuck, and how do you get unstuck? Yeah, I, I totally can relate to that, and I understand what that feeling is like. And being stuck and waiting are, it's one of my least favorite things, and I think I say that several times in the gap decade that I just, I just don't like it. Um, but, you know, when I found myself in seasons like that, like there was a time where we moved to Texas for my husband's grad school career and I was not, I was waitressing and I did not want to be waitressing. I just come out of the TV station. But what I did and sometimes what I think you can do is A, just like pray as much as you can, right? Just like, please God help me, yes. <laughs> um, even if that's your prayer. But then the second thing is, is like, even if it's like a tiny thing, like when I was in Austin, I took like the tiniest writing job for like free. And then the next writing job came and it was like a little bit better. Um, and then the next one was a little bit better. And mm-hmm. it's kind of, you know, if you really feel called to something and you're sitting at the desk and you're like, but I feel called to be over there, just like the tiniest little steps, I think, can sometimes make the difference. 
Um, and sometimes you can give you the energy to just get through the boring stuff, yeah. too, right? Like if you give yourself the time to do the stuff that fills you up with energy, then suddenly all the bad stuff isn't as bad as it seems. Yeah. And I also think, um, Katie, that having that attitude and recognizing what you said about not being afraid to make a change. When I was, I think I was 25, and I decided I really didn't like the 8.30 to 5 thing. I just really mm-hmm. didn't. And so I went back to school and then did something else. So now again, that was a couple years of really hard work because I had to work full time and I had to go to school um, so that I could afford to go to school and not uh, finish with a bunch of debt. But th- that was a wonderful choice. I'm so happy I made that choice. Um, and I think that that was a really good thing. But at the moment, at that moment of trying of, of deciding to go back to school, you're thinking, oh, my gosh, like not only do I hate my 830 to five job now, I'm going to add another four hours of school onto that every day. Like, am I crazy? But um, like dealing with the short term pain of the 20s to 30s, era, I think can really pay off. Yeah, no, I agree. And you know what? This kind of reminds me of a really random story. I'm about to talk about Meryl Streep. Okay? Oh, I like it. <laughs> so Good. I know one time my husband, he was at the University of Texas. Um, the pair program director was really good friends with Meryl Streep. So Meryl Streep came in and did a big presentation and we all got to go and ask cool. questions. And I asked and I was like, what would you say to someone who like wants to pursue something that's like a little bit out of the box? Um, a little bit creative, a little bit not like, okay, 835 for the rest of my life. I know I have a paycheck. I know I have a pension. Um, and, but they're scared. Right. And she just looks at me and she goes, well, even if you're in a job like that, it's not guaranteed. And I'm like, it's true. Right. Uh, like, even right. if you're in the boring job, like you could get fired. And then you're like, well, then what did I just do for the last 10 years of my life? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I got a regular paycheck, but now I'm miserable and I'm still fired. So I think that it's so important to just like really take note of like what your heart is telling you about what, where you feel like you're called to. And just, I don't know, take the big, take the leap. And I'm sure Kathy, that was not an easy decision for no. you. It would have been a lot easier to just like, keep working on that job and, you know. Keep going. But, I'm, yeah, but it's sometimes those hard things, they turn out like going to New York, whatever, they can turn out to be the best thing. Good. Okay, so then when you think back, Katie, as a young adult, can you pinpoint what your biggest fear or what your biggest anxiety was and then what happened? That's a good question. I think a lot of it would be, honestly, money. Because, okay. and I write about money some in the book too, because it is something that everybody at that age and any age, honestly, has mm-hmm. to deal with and kind of figure out like how you want that to be a part of your adult life. Um, I think that for some things, money was just something tangible I could fixate my worry on, if that makes sense. Like, it's like, you know, but I don't know. I think that I'm still trying to kind of like walk through that journey and just really see like how God calls us to use our finances and our gifts and all these things. Um, but I think at that age, it's like, because yes, you might have a job or whatever, but then you're just thrown into so many bills and so many things. And that also can be like a very jarring experience coming from like living in a dorm with your friends and who knows how, whatever, and having very few expenses to having a lot. So it's a big learning curve for sure. Yeah. And so how did it turn out? Well, <laughs> I, like I said, I'm still working on it. Yeah. I really okay. Am, That's I think, good. And I think, but I think that's like important, right? It's like, it is. I think because what I wanted people also to realize with the gap decade that it doesn't just like one day end, right? right? Like yeah. sometimes, you know, like you're always constantly kind of trying to learn and grow and better yourself. And I think that and like realizing that and being comfortable with that is like what it means to be an adult, right? It doesn't mean you have it all figured out. It means you just like you're okay with just doing your best and being brave and making brave choices and just kind of like going full steam ahead with that. 
That's good. good. How did it all turn out? Wait, Katie, uh, beep your horn. I know that was so funny. Yes, I'm in the kindergarten parking lot waiting to pick up my daughter. So that's how it turned out. <laughs> yeah. There you go. She told, I told her I'm taking it from the parking lot. So. Very good. Excellent. <laughs> good job. Uh, Katie, good to talk to you again. It is so great to talk to you guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah. My pleasure. Yeah. You got to check out this book, The Gap Decade, when you're technically an adult. But don't feel like it. Yeah, and online. She's got a terrific presence. KatieSchnack.com, S-C-H-N-A-C-K. Katie with a K, KatieSchnack.com. Thanks, Katie. Let's see. If something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month. And that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. We've all been thinking a lot lately about the air we breathe. QDOT has been thinking about it for over 100 years, providing big HVAC solutions for the commercial industry, including healthcare, where air quality is paramount. Does your home deserve any less? For affordable solutions, including their new bipolar ionizer, which may eliminate up to 99.4% of airborne viruses, including SARS-CoV-2, breathe easier with QDOT. Call 412-366-6200 or visit q-dot.com. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. If a super flexible schedule, great benefits, paid time off, and a signing bonus sound good, consider NAMS Transportation. NAMS has provided safe transportation to Northern Allegheny County and Pittsburgh seniors for over 40 years. Van drivers start at $17 an hour, sedan drivers at $14 an hour, plus a $2,000 signing bonus for part-time drivers and a $4,000 signing bonus for full-time. Must be 25 or older, no CDL required. Call 412-406-8611 today. Right now, there are young people across the world facing a tough choice. Continue their dream of education or drop out to help their family put food on the table. You can help change their future in a single moment. See how far your support can go at unbound.org. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Hi, I'm Kelsey Wiggins, a teacher in Gilmore City Bridegate School District in Iowa. Thanks to a science, technology, engineering, and math grant sponsored by Bear Fund, we renovated an old locker room into a monarch butterfly incubator, providing students with access to innovative technology that engages and inspires them. I encourage farmers to nominate a school district to apply for a $15,000 Grow Rural Education Grant by visiting americasfarmers.com. On and off rain and drizzle for tonight with a low of 48. Mostly cloudy skies tomorrow. We'll see periods of rain and a thunderstorm late in the afternoon. And we'll reach a high of 64. 
Tomorrow night, periods of rain and the thunderstorm in the evening. We'll see considerable clouds otherwise with a low of 45. Thursday, a little morning rain. Otherwise, mostly cloudy skies will reach a high Thursday of 59. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. What was the, um, you see the memes, how it started? How it's going. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the, encapsulated that conversation. I think it did too. How did it start in your life, right? Yep. When you think about yourself, 20s, and you've had drive and ambition, and you, you know, you saw your life, and it started this way, and how's it going? We'd love to know this from your own life. Your biggest fear, your biggest anxiety as a young adult, and what's happened in your life, especially, I believe, as a believer, right? You've got the cover of God's promise on your life. He'll be with you always. That makes a, that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. It does make a difference, right? Yeah, and I understand, you know, the day-to-day, I mean, I'm not... It's really uh, tenuous, yeah. But for every young adult listening who doesn't have a longer-term perspective because they're in it, how do you have a it, lo- would, it would be great to hear from people who aren't in it how it turned out. 800-320-8255. Yeah, what was your biggest anxiety? As a kid, in your when 20s. You, in your 20s. What was your biggest anxiety or your biggest fear and what happened? Yeah, 800-320-8255, 800-320-8255. We'd love to hear your story. Mm-hmm. I mean... We just talked to Katie Schnack in our previous segment, and she's an author and um, a parent, a spouse, but she writes specifically about what she calls the gap decade, which is that time when you're supposed to be an adult, but you really don't feel like an adult because you have no idea what you're doing. And it's a really practical book, but it also has a lot of personal investment from her on what it was like for her the kinds of things that she was afraid of and you know she's i asked her on the air so how's it turned out and she said i'm still working on it yeah because it doesn't just end it's not like when you hit 29 or you hit 35 or whatever it's just all of a sudden it's all fixed right and and i'm curious i mean look you and i Catherine, we've got kids who are in their early 20s mm-hmm uh, kids who are either in college or just now starting out. And then we've got Christy. She just turned 28. There she was, 27 when she joined us. And she's just trying to figure it out at the same time. I mean, it wouldn't have been great if someone had that answer for you. or like To me, you were just always looking for somebody to recognize you and someone to open a door for you. Right. I mean, <laughs> when you see the well-connected, you think, man. That's nine tenths of the battle. Exactly. A lot. Well, not right. nine tenths. Right. Yeah. Eight hundred three two zero. They figured it out. And somebody opened the door for yep. you. I mean, yep. yeah. Okay. Yep. We need to step away. Okay. Eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. We'd love to hear your story. Yeah. Your biggest anxiety as a young adult, and how it turned out. Stay with us. It's the ride home. Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. Word FM. Be right back. W-O-R-D. You're listening now, so we know you're a fan of the radio station. I am a big fan. And we want you to know that we appreciate you. I am your number one fan. 
fan. That's why we've developed the Word FM Fan Club. It's free to join, and once you do, you can take part in exclusive surveys and contests. Yeah, I love contests. Special offers. Great giveaways. Discounts. Freebies. I'd like to win one of these contests. Become a member today. Go to wordfm.com slash fan club and sign up. We're big fans. Hi, it's me, Marsha, at the Springhouse. Did you know Easter's springing up on us? And quickly, too. Do you know what that means at the Springhouse? Well, first of all, it means you can enjoy the freshest, tastiest fried or baked cod every Friday night on the farm. It also means it's time to call and order your Springhouse Easter goodies. Our hickory smoked hams are extra special. We use only real hickory wood from the farm to slowly smoke these old-fashioned treats to perfection. Order a whole or half, and we'll send along cooking instructions, too. Mmm, how about Springhouse scalloped potatoes and homemade applesauce to go without ham? Finish off your meal with a from-scratch Springhouse coconut cream pie or custard pie or a chocolate log cake. Oh, and you can even decorate your table with our adorable bunny breads and eat them too. Easter also means our annual Springhouse Easter egg hunt and Palm Sunday feast. Check us out at springhousemarket.com for all the details. Celebrate this most joyous holiday at the Springhouse in 84 Pennsylvania. Today on Hey Culligan, sustainability and better water. Here's Sam. Hey Culligan, I'm really into sustainability. My clothes, my utensils, my food. But how do I get more sustainability from my water? Super question, Sam. And the answer is an always-on drinking water system from Culligan, which helps eliminate the equivalent of 15 billion single-use plastic bottles a year. Whoa, that's a ton of sustainability. 416,000 tons, Sam, and we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with the local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Head out on the highway. Riding season is around the corner and Pit Cycles has what you're looking for. This is John Stagerwald. Stop by Pit Cycles today for a huge selection of bikes from KTM, Indian, and Triumph. 114 models to choose from in a fun, pressure-free environment. With demand high and supply limited, now is the time to order. Pre-order today for just a dollar in Warrendale next to Jurgles or at PitCycles.com. Pit Cycles! The Mechanical Services Company Trusted, proven, preferred For all mechanical systems Heating and air Our team has got you covered Maintenance, service, installs and repair Call us when you need comfort Online at TMSCHVAC.com The Mechanical Services Company Trusted, proven, preferred are open at 800-320-8255. We want to hear from you based on our conversation with our guest, Katie Schnack, in the last in the last segment. Would I say it wrong? No, no. Oh. I was just like oh, okay. commenting on the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so we're asking the question. <laughs> Did I scare you on my question? I thought I said it wrong. There's a lot of tension here. Um, no, the question is, when you were in your early 20s or in any of your 20s, whatever you considered that gap decade for you, what was your biggest anxiety or fear and what happened? Mm-hmm. We want to hear from the other side. 800-320-8255. 800-320-8255. Let's go to line one. Dylan? Hey, Dylan. You're live with us? Yeah. yeah. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, I'm great. Thanks. Yeah. Happy to uh, call in and share some thoughts here. I listen to you guys all the time. Love the show. Thank you. Um, my big, so I'm still a young-ish adult. I'm only 32. Yeah, um, okay. But but I am married, and I have a wonderful wife and three little kids. Wow. But Good. when I was in my early 20s, 
I suppose my biggest anxiety was meeting other people's expectations. Um, mm. I, I graduated high school. I went straight to college, four-year university, and um, I was studying elementary and special education, thought I wanted to be a teacher, and um, uh, by the providence of God, um, even though it's a terrible thing, my mom passed away um, when I was 21. So I was halfway through school, my mom passed away, and I dropped out of school because I largely had to kind of take care of the house and, uh, yeah, figure life out, take care of her for a brief period of time before she passed. And uh, But ultimately, yeah, dropped out of school, mom passed away, and had no desire to go back to college. Um, I was so relieved and grateful to no longer be in school, and I felt like I had a new opportunity to figure life out again. Mm. And yeah, uh, accruing more debt and pursuing a degree was just not what I wanted to do. Um, but I didn't know what I did want to do. Yeah. Um, but I, but I at least had the freedom. So I took time off and, uh, and, and ultimately I traveled. I, I went around the country and visited friends and cool. family and yeah. And, uh, and ultimately went to Central America and backpacked for, uh, oh gosh, almost two months. And I wasn't really walking with the Lord at the time, but ultimately he really got a hold of my life when I was down there. And whether I was extremely, like had a massive growth spurt in sanctification or was saved at that point, I'm not sure. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, ultimately I'm in a remodeling carpentry career right now and I couldn't be happier. Um I mean, luckily, I could I could tweak a few things, but uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't we all? No, but I get that. Yeah, so that's, that's a great... I love that story. So there was a little bit of freedom given to you. Uh, In the space of a lot of grief. The tragedy of your mom passing gave you a little window and then freedom to go figure things out without the structure of being in college and accruing debt. That's a great story, Dylan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, God's, uh, God's hand over my life has been... Uh, yeah. Oh, undeniable. So he's by far the biggest factor there. But um, fabulous. That's okay, a really yeah, excellent. Dylan. Well, make sure you call back in when we do the question about you know what's your biggest fear in your thirties. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Thanks, Dylan. Let's go back to the phones. Hey, Jim, uh, you're live with Kath and myself. Uh, we're talking about anxiety in your twenties and how it's worked from there. Eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. You want to join the conversation, Jim? What's your story? So, uh, great topic uh, today, guys, and uh, I'm in my late 50s, so I got my own new set of issues that I'm dealing with there, but in the 20s, the gap year, uh, I, I got three kids, two of them are in there, so I'm watching it, you know, now them go through it, and um, it's just, that time, I, I remember I ended up having an accounting degree, and everybody told me, you know, that's the way to go, and I, I come out of college, and I'm like, I hate this. I didn't like it in school. Why am I doing this? And, um, you know, I love sports, but I always, you know, well, you know, you can't, can't do that because there's not a way to make a living there. If if you can't do it professionally as an athlete. And I said, well, you know what? Forget that. I'm just going to go sell shoes down a footlocker and fit the wood street. Um, (laughs) and you know, it was a backward move, but it was the right move. I got involved in things that I love to do and, you know, and things went from there, and, um, you know, um, thankfully I met, met my wife who got me 
directed, didn't get my faith right, because I was all over the place. I was taking all kinds of jobs at that point, which I think is great in the 20s. Just keep yeah, doing. Yeah. I, 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 I think I was a little bit similar to John. I did all kinds of things. I mean, just seemed like anything came up, there was a gig here I could do. You know, I'll do that for a little bit. And there, and you know, uh, and then, then you find where, you know, God has got a bent for you. And don't you can't please other people. You know, God's created you a certain way. And, um, you know, I'm thankful I went down the path that made no sense. Because um, it's not <laughs> perfect, but I'm okay. Yeah, you know? it, it is what it is. So I'm I'm excited to see what goes on with my kids. I like it, Jim. That's great. That's a good story. I love that story, Jim. Thank yeah, you. on the path of it doesn't make any yeah. sense. <laughs> Been there, done that, my yeah. friend. I know it very, very 800-320-8255. well. 800-320-8255. What's your biggest fear or anxiety as a young adult? What was that? Mm-hmm. And if you're past that stage, how to turn out? Yeah. Sandy, uh, you're with us uh, on the ride home. Uh, tell us your story. Hi, my name is Sandy. I enjoy listening to you Thank on you. the way home. Thanks, Sandy. Um, my, you're welcome. My story is um, my greatest fear and anxiety was wanting to begin a career, um, make a living, be able to support myself. Um, but I didn't, uh, like the per- first caller, did not want to accrue a ton of debt. So I uh, started college and ultimately didn't finish. Um, worked a number of retail jobs and then took a job with a, an individual who was self-employed um, when I was in my 20s. He ultimately groomed me for self-employment, and I have worked on my own ever since. I am now 66 and still continue to work on my own. Um, It's not that it's extremely financially rewarding, although it has been profitable, but there is just such a sense of contentment at the end of the day when you worked really hard and you've you know accomplished what you've set out to do and the american way is just there's no place like this country in the world and i'm ever so grateful to my lord in heaven that he allowed me to be planted here That's fabulous. So, Sandy, that's great. So you. then the template was there that somebody was doing something, self-employment, and that gave you the courage to follow along that same path. Indeed. Yes. Yes, indeed. See, that's wow, powerful. Good for you. Appreciate the phone call. Thanks, Sandy. being able to sustain that. Heck yeah, it is, right? Career. I mean, self-employment, yeah. that's, boy, oh boy, you're flying by the seat of your pants, been there, done that. Yep. I don't know. Um, so what was your biggest fear? Uh, <laughs> my biggest fear was that I was going to be a bum, that I was just going to be a bum. That I what, just, that, what, that you were never going to make money or that you were going to be a I, failure as an actor? That I was just going to be a failure, that nothing was going to turn my way, that I was just going to be, you know, going from one dead end thing to another. And what does that look like? And how do you jumpstart this? Mm-hmm. Give me, you know, just show me something. Give me something to grab onto. Yeah. And I bounced around for a long time. I mean, it all worked out pretty good in the end. Mm-hmm. But man, it, right? I mean, I, I, I've said this three times in this segment. I was looking for a mentor. And I think to me, anytime I can talk to somebody who's young and, you know, calm their fears, mm-hmm. 
I mean, that mentorship, I, I didn't have like the mentor, but I had a lot of people who spoke truth to me and gave me encouragement. And you had ears that were open. That's the thing, because there could have been a lot of people speaking into your life. If you wouldn't have been paying attention, it wouldn't have meant anything. Well, you have to want that. There's hunger, right? And yes. hunger is, it's a, it's a gift. Yep. Right. I mean, and I'm I think so one of the problems that. right now is that you, the, whatever hunger you have to either get a different job, change something in your life, do whatever, meet somebody, whatever it is, can be assuaged with whatever you're doing with TV, with your phone, mm-hmm. with technology, with, you know, what you're watching on TV or the 100%. video games you're playing or whatever it is. And then you can, it can kind of dull you into just letting things happen instead of getting out and saying, no, I'm going to, I'm going to change something up. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, there were times when I was in New York city, I worked multiple jobs. Like sure. I worked a day yeah. job and an evening job because I was hungry. Right. right. And just wanted to try to figure things out. Now I think what you're saying is true you would kind of get a little lazy. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was in a situation, like I said earlier, where I had to work full time and I had to go to school at night. And that's a lot. You there's just you have no life. You have really have absolutely no zero free time. There's just no free time. Because when you're not because that's your whole day and you still have homework. mm -hmm. So you have to figure out like that's what you're doing all weekends. And I mean, yeah. Because the weird thing is, right? You had an eye in the future, like mm-hmm. I, like you've got an eye in the future. I wanted to get out of the job I was in, and I wanted to get out of the career I was in, and I wanted to do something else, and so that was motivating. And look how quickly time has gone. Uh, yeah, sure. Right? It, yeah. I mean, Looking back, time, it seems like that was no big deal. But let me tell you, when I was three months in, I thought, I course, cannot. How can I do this all I this time? Two more years of this, yeah, or whatever. Right. I mean, that seems like an eternity, especially yeah. in your twenties, yep. and you're trying to shake things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mentorship. Anytime you have that, especially, you know, as an older person, you have an opportunity to speak to somebody younger and help them in whatever way. That's such a gift. Yeah. I mean, we need that, you know, and especially in the church. What an opportunity. I mean, every Sunday, hopefully, if you're, you know, there you are at church every Sunday, you look around you. I mean, I'll just approach anybody. All of a sudden, there's like a creeper at church, and it's John Hall. Who is that guy? I'd like to share with you my experience, strength, and hope. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, excuse me. That's why we haven't reinstituted the greeting time. I mean, you know what I'm saying. People are, you know, (laughs) willing to help. I guess you want to be selective when you take that. Take that help. Anyway, we need to step away. All right. Hi, <laughs> right, excuse me. Okay, what's next? Uh, the next thing is, uh, oh yeah, we're going to talk about what we did on Friday. Friday night? Yeah, we didn't talk about it yesterday. What are you talking about? It's I'll Tuesday. Talk- exactly. We're talking about the weekend on a Tuesday? Yep. All right. Don't miss that. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we've got a big old announcement. The biggest of it. Extra, extra, read all about it, big. Grab a seat. Pull up a chair. Cue the music. Welcome in the dancers. That might be pushing it. Eh, I didn't write this stuff. Okay, here's the big announcement. Any Word FM listener who uses United Faith Mortgage when purchasing a new home, we will pay $1,000 of your closing costs. Booyah! No gimmicks, no extra costs, just a healthy amount of niceness. Here's Uncle Ryan to wrap it up. The announcement is true. In reality, we believe that home purchases are going to pick back up this year, and we want to excite you to use us. We're a family mortgage team committed to this station, and we want to go the extra mile. 
We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. McQueen Building Company. It's about our people, but it's what others say about us that we really want you to hear. It was a pleasure working with McQueen. Everything we agreed on in the contract was done and done to my satisfaction. I'll certainly have them for any future projects and have recommended them to friends. Jeff works hard, is committed to success, and willing to go above and beyond in his zeal for the best outcome. I highly recommend Jeff, his work ethic, and his commitment to excellence. McQueen Building Company. See our work for yourself at McQueenBuildingCompany.com. Creation Festival 2022 is your summer destination. June 29th through July 2nd at Agape Farm Shirleysburg, PA. Featuring Zach Williams, We the Kingdom, Bethel Music, Newsboys, Dante Bowe, Red, and many more. Creation Festival, a tribute to our creator. Come for the day or the entire event and go home changed. Compassion International presents Creation Festival. Get half-off tickets now while they last exclusively at wordfm.com slash creation. a child in the way they should go, well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent, and Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. So we were talking about, you know, whatever the gap. I think the other thing we didn't mention is the gap decade can be different for different people. So we were talking about the age between 20 and 30 is the gap decade. Mm. Um, but for some people, that gap decade is between 30 and 40. Mine, mine went off for a few decades. <laughs> John, John had the gap decades. Yeah. Which is fine. Nothing wrong with it's that. It's fine. All worked out. Anyway, it's just like interesting to see different people at different stages. Anyway, um, so we're glad that you could call in and be a part of the conversation today. And again, I just had somebody uh, send me an email and ask for the name of the book, which is The Gap Decade, When You're Technically an Adult But Don't Feel Like It, uh, guest Katie Schnack. Mm-hmm. Um, so changing topic, last Friday we had our first uh, field trip, ride home field trip. We were going to go out, have dinner together, hear some music. Yeah. What happened? Well, I mean, two, two of us showed up. Yeah. Well, I was on my way, but I got sort of, you know... Blown oh, off. Come on. I got blown off. You weren't blown off. Okay. Yeah, got, there was a little bit of an issue, I will admit. I got so, blown off. I was so like all ready to the, go. The place where I was we, driving in my car. Right. The place where we were going, yeah. you know, I had called, you know, l- listen to the voicemail that comes on when you, you know, yeah. the answer. This Press is, one. Yeah. Nothing about reservations needed. I walk in to got get a, a table for all of us and they say, well, do you have a reservation? I said, no. And they said, well, you need a reservation. I said, well, how am I supposed to know that? There's nothing on your website. Anyway, so we had to sit at the bar. And so then I felt bad and I texted you and I was like, you might not want to come because then we're going to be like, it's kind of hard sometimes to talk at a bar, right? right because right. you're all in a row and you kind of, you know. Right. Anyway. So, so we, we, my wife and I didn't go. They but bailed. Kath and, and Christy were going. All of a sudden I see like photos, two thirds of the ride home show. And I'm like, 
I'm like the loser or something. Under the bus. What the heck? I just was like a little bit. John. Hey, we had a great time. We sure did. And next time, we can't wait for you to join us because you'll just amp it up. Thank you. We'll make a reservation. Well, yeah, now I know. Because okay, that's what an adult well, does. Let me just say an, an that adult, when, whenever, in a gap year, whenever we do a social thing, mm. why is it me who's doing the reservation? Because that's that's your happy place. <laughs> you like that kind of stuff. That's my role. You love that kind of stuff. You're made for that stuff. Am I? You do. Okay. You're the hostess with the mostest. Okay, You're all great. out there talking it up, yeah. you know, and then you're making the phone call. Uh-huh. Don't come. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I'll, get us, I'll go home and sit and have a bag of chips. <laughs> Don't come. One hundred one point five WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying "Play the word Pittsburgh," and on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky is calling on the U.N. to bring Russia to account for its war crimes in Ukraine. Via video today, he told the Security Council Russian forces have committed war crimes all around his country. The massacre in our city of Bucha is only one, unfortunately, only one of many examples of what the occupiers have been doing on our land for the past 41 days. And there are many more cities, similar places, where the world has yet to learn the full truth. The U.S. and its European allies say they will impose stiff new sanctions, including a ban on new investments in Russia on Wednesday. As a result of the war crimes in Ukraine, the joint action will include a ban on new investments in Russia, toughen sanctions on financial institutions and government-owned enterprises. This is SRN News. We have a 12-year-old German shepherd named Sophie, and she became overweight, stinky, greasy coat, and lifeless almost. Then about four years ago, we found out she had several vertebrae fused together. She was unable to walk. The vet told us Sophie was going to have to be euthanized. I thought, I've got to do something. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I remember Sophie starting the Dynavite, and she, from day one, has loved it. She is no longer stinky. She is full of life. Dynavite healed Sophie. Dynavite is nutrition. I truly recommend that people not wait until the vet recommends euthanasia. You have to get them on Dynavite right away while they're healthy. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred for all mechanical systems. Heating and air, our team has got you covered. Maintenance, service, installs and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. Our real goal at RPTS is to train people for ministry. Whether training to be a pastor or just wanting to grow in your walk with God, you'll find what you're looking for at RPTS. We want to see them really grounded in their theological growth. We want it to be heart-directed as well. We want to see students prepared to serve and to love the people of God and develop ministries that we think have a great partnership with the local church. Learn more about the MTS degree program and flexible online options at rpts.edu. 
If a super flexible schedule, great benefits, paid time off, and a signing bonus sound good, consider NAMS Transportation. NAMS has provided safe transportation to Northern Allegheny County and Pittsburgh seniors for over 40 years. Van drivers start at $17 an hour, sedan drivers at $14 an hour, plus a $2,000 signing bonus for part-time drivers and a $4,000 signing bonus for full-time. Must be 25 or older, no CDL required. Call 412-406-8611 today. Parents, do you want your child's shoes to fit perfectly? Then you need to get your kids Skechers Stretch Fit Shoes because Skechers Stretch Fit Shoes easily slip on and fit almost like a sock. And not only do they fit like a dream, they perform like one too. Skechers Stretch Fit keeps your child's feet comfortable all day long with Skechers exclusive air-cooled memory foam. Plus, you'll love just how durable they are. And if they get dirty, just pop them in the washing machine. Skechers Stretch Fit Shoes. Find them at a Skechers store near you, Skechers.com, or wherever kids' shoes are sold. On and off rain and drizzle for tonight with a low of 48. Mostly cloudy skies tomorrow. We'll see periods of rain and a thunderstorm late in the afternoon and we'll reach a high of 64. Tomorrow night, periods of rain and a thunderstorm in the evening. We'll see considerable clouds otherwise with a low of 45. Thursday, a little morning rain. Otherwise, mostly cloudy skies. We'll reach a high Thursday of 59. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. When's the last time you had fun? That you had really a fun time? 4.50 today. 4.50? Mm-hmm. It's a good segment. Yeah. I have fun all the time at work. I really do. <laughs> oh, well, am I the only one? Great. First of all, I'm wearing a tablecloth. Second of all, you guys hate working with me. That's perfect. No, no, no. No, I you have fun both, at work, too. You both are the worst. <laughs> Absolutely. The worst. No, no, no. I have fun at work. Uh-huh. What are you talking about? Okay, great. No. I, I, I'm saying, like, you know, <laughs> outside of work. <laughs> I'm not talking about work. I mean, like, I... fun. I have fun. I, I have fun every all the time. All the time. Every night. I have I had fun last night. What you guys do last night? We sat there and ate two salads. We got at Sam's Club. Oh geez, you poor guys. That was good. It was delicious. It yeah. really was. And uh, we watched um, uh, the last two episodes of Abbott Elementary that have uh, just been released. That's fake fun. That's real fun. No, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. I saw an article about you know having fun, right? Why we all? What I just said doesn't qualify. (laughs) No, I mean we have fun at work. We laugh at work, right? Do we not laugh at work? I hope yes. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Christy's Christy's back there. No, no, I have fun at work. I have fun. You know when I have fun at work when you show up. Oh, that's sweet. It's the truth. Thank that's you. very true. Oh, it is true. The whole nice. place changes. It when does, you right? Oh, that's sweet. It's guys. the truth because you know we're working with a bunch of you know Chrissy's office is way in the back, right. and then there's my office, then management, then Kenny, then Mike, then Darren, and we're kind of like in our own little cocoons all day long. Then all of a sudden you show up, boom. Everything changes. Oh, that's fun. So you're like Great. a little fun machine. Great. So I'll I, bring my joke of the day. You know, well, stop that. Maybe I mean, it's because I'm wearing a tablecloth. Well. Give everybody a laugh. It's gig. <laughs> yeah. Is that potato salad on that shirt? It's, For those of you just joining us. Is that mustard? I'm wearing a shirt that has a checked pattern. 
Gingham. And I got a J. Crew not too long ago, and oh. John said it looks like a tablecloth. Well, it, I'm not. It wasn't an insult. Yeah, you can look at it. Uh, the word Pittsburgh is where we're streaming on YouTube. All the people who've weighed in on YouTube like my shirt. I didn't say I didn't like a, it. Yeah, you kind of I did. did not. I just said it. Well, how you often know. do you like a tablecloth? You say, well, I really like a tablecloth. When you see it like that kind of fabric, it yeah. tends to look like picnicky, doesn't it? <laughs> it's picnicky. <laughs> I think it is. Okay. Okay, very good. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, having fun. Yeah. So they're saying, here's four ways to have fun. Cut down on fake fun. Okay. Fake fun is... Um, their term for leisure activities, they don't inspire playfulness or connection or result in the total engagement that happens with the flow. Okay. So they're saying, you know, the way you have great fun is that you should be playful, you should be connected, and have flow, which, you know, it, there's a beginning, a middle, and, and, and an okay, end to all Okay, so this. like we're going to go out for dinner. So we're going to arrive, we're and going to get eat blown dinner, off. And, we're going to, and then John's not going to show. Right, and then tell, don't come. That's not fun. <laughs> The flow ended for me, but continued for you two, apparently. And then I saw your photographs on Facebook, and I was like, what the heck? Look how much fun they had. Even though they ate lettuce, Johnny didn't get anything. He had to go- I, I didn't eat at all. He had to go home. Yeah. Yeah, we both had to go home and eat. Oh, okay. Which, and it was like 11. That's 11.30, we're eating dinner. Oh. Whatever. Eat some popcorn. Yeah. Why didn't you want to, why didn't you eat anything? You didn't want to spend the money. Well, yeah, because you're all, and plus we were yapping a lot. There was we a lot were, of talking going on. And you know, on. Kath bought, and I just didn't want to add extra stuff to the bill. Oh, she, you should have jumped on that yeah, one right exactly. away. She was like, over my dead body, are you going to pay? And we had to have a fight about it. I mean, she knows she's remodeling her home. She's got a few extra yeah. dollars stashed exactly. away somewhere. Exactly. I mean, seriously. Right. Furnace like, or Christie's fun. I, I, look, if I can afford to pay for that, I can afford to pay for your exactly. stinking dinner. All right. So uh, fake fun, right? Fake fun is what we do all yeah. day long on, on social blah, blah, blah. Okay. Right. Find your fun magnets. Right. What does that mean? Uh, the feeling of fun is universal. Each of us finds it in different context. Try to identify three experiences from your life in which you remember really having fun. Think of times when you laughed with other people, felt completely engrossed in the experience. What were you doing? Who were you doing it with? What made the experience feel so good? Those are your magnets. Try to replicate that. Oh, with the same people they're saying, or with no, the, no, but just. But if you like, that's game what night, you're looking for. Oh, I see. Like I really, I really loved golfing, or right. I really love. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Put fun on your calendar. It's impossible to plan for fun because fun is an emotional experience that can't be forced. It is possible, however, to make fun more likely to occur by prioritizing the people and activities that are most likely to create it for you. Mm. We get together with Smallish. Yeah, right. You know that's going to be a fun night. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Find fun in small doses. The pandemic can make it tough to engage in some of your favorite fun-generating activities. But in the meantime, find ways to micro-dose on fun. If you're home alone and feeling stumped, ask yourself whether there's anything you've always said you wanted to do or learn but don't have time for. That's how I started to play the guitar, said the author of this thing. Try to create as much connection, playfulness, and flow in your everyday life as possible, whether it's by sharing a smile with a stranger, calling a colleague instead of emailing, or doing something nice for a friend. Every time you do so, take note of how it affects your mood. Mm, okay. Microdose. Okay. Do you pick up the phone and call people? Never. Well, no, that's not true. Never. There are, there are, I have some people in my life that I specifically do that okay, with. Okay, that's what I mean. Yes. Right? Yes. But I don't pick up my phone and call you for the most part. You don't need to call. <laughs> like, <laughs> We're John connected and I don't to talk him. a lot. Holy smokes. <laughs> we should really catch up, John. I mean, how are you? <laughs> it's, it's 7 a.m. It's 11 p.m. 
Here it goes. I miss him. <laughs> I mean, what the heck? I mean, no, I, like older relatives. I got my Aunt Patsy. Call Aunt Patsy. You yep. know, she's on my calendar. Sure. You know, that kind yep. of, call Bob. Those yep. kind of, whatever. There are people that. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know, if I called Christy, she'd think that I was stranded on the side of the road because I've i never called you. Have you I? never talked? We've called, Kathy and I have talked on the phone once when I first started. Yeah, that was it. Do we? Oh, we had it. Remember that we had to could, remember we had to um, interview her. Yeah, I remember Christy well. for the job. I was just telling her about it on Friday night. That was horrible. Why was it horrible? Kath and I had a great conversation. I thought it about was great it. when we interviewed her. Yeah, it was so oh, it was so forced. It's an interview. Oh, it was the worst. I thought it was great. I don't ever want to be in I, HR. Um, oh, that was horrible. I, I felt it. bad for myself and for her. I if at the end of the phone I didn't call, think it was that bad. I wow, I'm surprised I got at, the job. I liked the end, it. I wanted to fire myself at the end of the phone call. <laughs> I was so upset with that. I'm like, I, this is horrible. Who would want to work in HR? People's lives that would be in hard. Hands. That would be really hard. Nothing. It would be. I still liked it, Christy. Thanks. It wasn't fun. Okay. There was no flow going there. I'll tell you that. Just saying. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, our good friend Terry Tim back with us, Christ Community Church of the South Hills. We're going to talk about Jesus, what kind of king he was. We start Holy Week on Sunday. And so we're going to get our heads in the right places. Stay with us. Tuesday edition. Right home. WORD. There are three ways of dealing with the Bible, especially when you come to a passage that you don't quite agree with or understand. The first tactic is to pick and choose what you want to believe. The second is to remain ignorant of what the Bible has to say at all. The third is to dig into the Word and try to understand all of it, whether or not you like what it has to say. Well, if you fall into that last category or would like to, please join us this week on Through the Bible Radio. This evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. Are you ready to retire? Inflation is picking up, the markets are volatile, and the dream of a comfortable retirement is harder to attain than ever before. The stock market goes up and down is beyond your control. But you're at a point in your life where you can't afford to make big financial mistakes. I'm Al Abaroa, founder of Knight Strategic Wealth. Our investment strategy allows you to go up with the stock market, lock in your gains, and when the stock market goes down, your investment won't lose a dime. This works for your investments, savings at a brokerage firm, or even money at a bank. It's simple, it's safe, and that's why savvy investors work with us. Want to learn more? Text FREE to 833-898-0500, and we'll send our retirement readiness kit directly to your phone right now. If you want to help build a retirement portfolio that will go up with the market and literally never lose money, get our retirement readiness kit today and see how this strategy can help secure your future. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. McQueen Building Company. It's about our people, but it's what others say about us that we really want you to hear. It was a pleasure working with McQueen. Everything we agreed on in the contract was done and done to my satisfaction. I'll certainly have them for any future projects and have recommended them to friends. Jeff works hard, is committed to success, and willing to go above and beyond in his zeal for the best outcome. I highly recommend Jeff, his work ethic, and his commitment to excellence. McQueen Building Company. See our work for yourself at McQueenBuildingCompany.com. When it comes to your child's education, consistency is key. And in a world that's been anything but, parents have found an unshakable educational partner in Eden Christian Academy, where students experience an engaging, rock-solid Christian education at each of their three North Hills campuses, enabling them to thrive academically, spiritually, and socially. 
Schedule a personal tour today and see what a consistent, quality pre-K through 12th grade education can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. When it matters, companies need more than just a delivery service. Cintas delivers full service and the reliability that comes with having a dedicated Cintas service rep who understands your business, which means they deliver confidence and peace of mind, too. For uniforms, cleaning essentials, mats, first aid and safety supplies, and fire protection services, discover the personal attention you get with Cintas. Oh, I'm ready! Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. It's hard to believe that next week is Holy Week. I know. Right? I mean, we're about to enter into... The greatest season in the Christian calendar. I know it's I your favorite week it of is. the year. It is fabulous. Terry Tim is with us. Terry's a regular guest on our show. Terry is the pastor at Christ Community Church of the South Hills here today to talk to us about the broken-hearted King. Terry, friend, good to see you. How are you? Well, John, it's good to see you. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Terry. How are you two doing today? Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. You good. having fun? Oh, we're having oh my fun. Gosh. Fun? Kidding me? Cass wearing a picnic. <laughs> Listen, Terry, I, I wore this shirt today, and John, within 30 seconds of going on the air, told everybody in the tri-state area that I'm wearing a uh, picnic blanket. Well, I didn't mean it as, a, as like a cut, Terry. I'm not sure how you'd take that, that it wasn't a cut. Terry, does it look like a little p- a picnic? <laughs> I have to say, it it made me like think I want to go on a picnic. Thank I, you. I, like, I didn't... I didn't connect the dots, but I just had that that urge to, you know, God bless you. put some sandwiches in my picnic basket. There you go. And, I love my job. Yeah. Thank you. But, very. You know, and, and, <laughs> it's not a negative thing. It. It's not a negative. Mm-hmm. No, right? I'm tr- I'm trying to go with the seamless transition, like Palm Sunday, the right. picnic, people For, of God gathering. Forget it. You, you know what? The, sometimes you just have to like break. Yeah. Sometimes you have to just like say, we're stopping this paragraph and starting another one. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so so uh, Holy Week starts on Sunday, Terry, um, and you know I always try to be honest about how hard it is to be on a church staff because for people who whose job it is to do all of the services and whatever, it can be a really stressful week. Um, however, we can't get around the fact that it's also so meaningful, um, and so. I guess I want to ask you as a pastor, as someone who has, you know, a lot going on in their own life, how it is that you're approaching this particular Holy Week. It's a great observation, Kathy. It is it is a demanding week, uh, just with special services, the work that's required. But I, I think that the spiritual and the emotional work that we need to do individually and communally, that's, that's what makes it heavy. Um, so I've been trying to prepare all along, even, even this morning on, on Tuesday mornings, I participate in a half an hour spiritual formation group. Mm. And we took a half an hour this morning to walk through the 14 stations of the cross. Mm. And I know we're not, we're not there yet. That's, that's more than a week away when we get to good Friday, but it was really good today before we get into all of the activity of Holy Week, to, to focus on the cross of Christ and, and to just spend some time individually meditating on uh, the passion of Jesus and his sacrifice for you and for me and for the sins of the world. So for me, tending to my soul all along, rather than just trying to ramp it up, oh, it's Palm Sunday, here we go, 
Uh, I think it's really important to pay attention. And that's why the church has this season of Lent, these 40 days of preparing so that we can experience more fully the life, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus. Um, and so I just, you know, it's too late to get on the Lent train, but uh, preparing slowly over time. I think that's that's key. Very good. Okay, so Ter, uh you want to talk about a verse from Luke nineteen forty one forty four. Open this door and walk through this with us. Set the table here. Yeah. So as you mentioned, Holy Week begins with Palm Sunday. And for many people in many churches, this is an incredibly festive day. We get the palms out. We bring the brass bands out in church. We do it up big time because we want to create this space for the King of Kings to enter in. And that's true, but it's not true enough. And what I mean by that is, yes, that first Palm Sunday was a space of joy, a space of energy, a a time when the people of Jerusalem welcomed Jesus and they proclaimed him to, to be king. Jesus himself was proclaiming, I am your king. And they they threw their cloaks down and they waved their palm branches. And it was it was really a festive day. But there is this verse um, that comes right at the end of this Palm Sunday story. And, th- and this is what Luke says. He says, as Jesus approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it. Mm-hmm. He wept over it. Mm-hmm. And that's a dimension of Palm Sunday that I think many of us miss, the weeping king. The tears streaming down Jesus' face in the midst of this festive day, joy and sorrow co-mingled in this one text of Scripture. It's powerful. Yeah, it is. And even more thought-provoking to me is why he was weeping. Can you talk about that? Well, one, there's lots of reasons why he was weeping. I, I want to say, one, sometimes we forget about the humanity of Jesus. I mean, Jesus is the Son of God, and we love He He teaches, He does miracles, but He is fully human. Jesus was an emotional being. And He these tears well up because he knows what's coming. He knows what's next. He, he knows that even though these people outwardly are, are, are welcoming him, he knows that everything's going to change very, very quickly. And these, these cheers of Hosanna are going to turn into cries of crucify in just a few days. And his heart is broken. Think about this. The weeping Savior, the weeping God, the God who feels our pain so much that it would cause him to weep. Jesus, in another part of the gospel, he he knew that the people would reject him. He said, how often I would have loved to gather you up as a mother hen would gather up her chicks. But you would not have it. You would not have it. It was heartbreaking for Jesus. And, and so even while we're thinking about this triumphant king who rides in on this donkey, it is a king whose heart is broken because 
the people will not fully receive him and welcome him as he he rightly deserves. Mm-hmm. And I love that um, the portion of I don't know what verse it is here, but he says, um, "If only you would have known what was what would bring you peace." Yeah. And I that was I read I've been reading Luke really slowly over the over Lent. Um, and kind of rereading it and rereading it. And I remember the night I read that, that was a real indictment of, to me. Um, and a, I was just thinking about how often I look for something other than Christ for, to bring me peace. And it was that, that's such a tragic choice that it caused Jesus to cry. Like that's how sad it is when we find tr- just unbelievably tragic that we would look for peace somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I remember I heard someone say this once. They said, God's better is always better. Mm. Right? We think we have a better plan for our life. We th- we, again, like you said, Kathy, we think we know if I ha- had this, 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 and this, if, if that would just click in place, then I would have this peace. I would have this contentment. And Jesus knows what's best for God's people. And yet, this is the primal sin. It goes back to the very beginning of the story. Adam and Eve shaking their fist at God. No, we can make a better life for ourselves. And it that plays out over and over and over again. And again, it's heartbreaking for Jesus. He knows what's best for us. He knows what would bring ultimate, true, lasting, sustainable peace and he said, you won't have it. And his heart breaks. Jesus is this brokenhearted king. That's our king. A king who weeps for his people. Terry, Tim is with us from Christ Community Church of the South Hills. Terry, I, I, I'm sure you've seen this. I think every um, child, perhaps at one time or another, sees their parents cry. You see your mom cry. I think the first time I saw my dad cry, I couldn't believe it. I just, I never imagined that someone that big and so powerful could weep like that. And I wonder, you know, what the disciples, their response to seeing Jesus weep, they had to be caught up in so many different things. And to see Christ himself weep, I mean, the senior father weep is a pale comparison in some ways, but that's the analogy that I have of the shock of it all. How could someone so powerful be so tender or so broken? Yeah. And John, so often in the gospels, right? The disciples, they don't get it. They, they, Jesus does something, says something, and they're mystified. They, they don't get it. And often they, you know, they don't get things until after the fact, a day later, a week later, after the resurrection. Oh, the light bulbs are going off. So again, in this Palm Sunday scene, think about this. You know, this is this triumphant moment, and and yet Jesus has turned to tears. I mean, it's like you know, I'm going to not predict the future, but say the Penguins win the Stanley Cup this year, right? And and they have that they have that parade in the city, and yeah. the city is crowded up. But while Sidney Crosby is carrying the trophy, he's he's weeping, right? Because he's got some inside information or he knows that, you know, he's not going to be back or Gino's not going to be back or, yeah. or Latang is like in the midst of the celebration, the, the, the weeping, the brokenheartedness. 
And in the moment, the disciples do not get it. They, they don't. They don't understand. They can't comprehend it. Just like you said, like shocking to see a, see a parent cry. But I think Luke was very intentional to put this into the text to remind us what kind of Savior Jesus is, what kind of God he is. There's actually a church in Jerusalem, outside of Jerusalem on the Mount of Olives that's called Dominus Flevit, Our Lord Wept. Hmm. And it's a beautiful church. And at the top of the church, they have these little, uh, like, ceramic pots. And they're actually tear cups. In the Middle Eastern culture, they would gather up people's tears for both joyous times of celebration and times of lament and grief. Like, that was that was like the Middle Eastern like photo album. Like here's our wedding album from our you know photo album from our wedding. Here's some pictures from a funeral. They would they would literally connect collect their tears and put them in a little bottle. And so this church that overlooks Jerusalem, it commemorates this place where Jesus, our Lord, wept because he knew what was best for us, and yet we would not have it. Yeah. And wow. so this reminder that. That, that that's how much Jesus cares for us. And this in, in this Easter season, in this Palm Sunday, in this Passion Week, like what would it be like for me, for you, for us to be open to what Jesus offers to us so that Jesus is not shedding a tear over our reluctance to accept what his kingship really means, but like what would it be like for me and you and us to respond so that Jesus's heart would be encouraged, like, oh, they've let me, they've let me gather them up. I am enough for them. My peace is enough. We could do that this year, rather than causing Jesus to weep and the heart of Jesus to break, we could, we could bring a smile to the, mm. the face of our Lord and Savior this Easter season. That's Terry Tim, Christ Community Church of the South Hills. Terry, we need to step away. Can you hang where you are? Sure, glad to. We'll be back with more conversation with Terry. Tuesday edition of The Ride Home. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accounts and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-3156 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 8:36, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. And one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-3156, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax Tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 100 tax 3156. 
When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero, right now, get zero in interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products lock in your quote today schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com you've tried the rest now try the best windowsrustpittsburgh.com If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. For over 100 years, QDOT has fixed big mechanical systems for the commercial industry, from hospitals and factories to churches and schools. You deserve to be treated fairly when it comes to your home's HVAC system. QDOT can solve any mechanical challenge, big or small. For affordable repairs, replacement, and maintenance, QDOT answers 24-7-365. And your safety is their top priority. Call 412-366-6200 at q-dot.com. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Age-related macular degeneration is a leading cause of blindness in people over 55, but with treatment it can be slowed down, stopped, and in some cases reversed. Make sure you see your grandchildren grow. Protect your vision by requesting information about diagnosing and treating AMD. Call the Foundation Fighting Blindness today at 1-800-BLINDNESS for a free packet on reversing or managing AMD, or go to the website fightblindness.org, where I found so much helpful information. Or again, call 1-800-BLINDNESS today. On and off rain and drizzle for tonight with a low of 48. Mostly cloudy skies tomorrow. We'll see periods of rain and a thunderstorm late in the afternoon. And we'll reach a high of 64. Tomorrow night, periods of rain and a thunderstorm in the evening. We'll see considerable clouds otherwise with a low of 45. Thursday, a little morning rain. Otherwise, mostly cloudy skies. We'll reach a high Thursday of 59. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Happy to be back with Terry Tim from Christ Community Church of the South Hills talking about Holy Week, which starts on Sunday. Um, and Terry, I was thinking about your commentary in our last segment about the brokenhearted king weeping over Jerusalem. And I thought that contemporary Christians, you know, in Western society are not known by people outside the church as those with tender hearts. Mm. And um, so I guess I just kind of want to get your commentary on that well you're you're exactly right uh, i think particularly over the last couple of years uh we've seen a lot of antagonism harshness hardness people have been on the attack i do think uh, I, I think the the war in ukraine has been a game changer mm-hmm. for some of us um seeing What's happening in that country, the devastation, um, it's made us realize how inhumane humans can be to one another. And I think it's, it's, it's softened some of us up uh, that we, we don't want to inflict pain. Uh, and and I, I think there's a kind of this myth of like this 
or this practice of Christian stoicism. Like we, we have to be tough. Like it's all going to work out. It's all according to God's plan. Uh, and so just kind of stiff upper lip, keep, keep, keep moving on. And that's not biblical Christianity. Uh, biblical Christianity is that we need to be tenderhearted toward God, tenderhearted toward others, tenderhearted toward ourselves. Uh, there's a, there's another text. I mean, you know, it's just this Bible trivia. Like, what's the shortest verse in the Bible? Right? Mm-hmm. Jesus wept, which is a very interesting you know text of scripture. Uh, Jesus wept because his friend had died. And even though we know Jesus brings him back to life, and I suspect that Jesus knew what he was going to do in that moment, even still in that moment, he wept. Human loss, pain, suffering impacted the heart of Jesus. And and so formation is like, I, I want to become more like Jesus. And if Jesus is heart was tender toward anyone who was in some kind of pain, suffering, like, I've got to do that as well. I, I've got to be tenderhearted to any person who's who's suffering. I, I, I want to manifest that compassion, that, that empathy that, that Jesus Christ has. Yeah. Ter- do your tears surprise you? Um, I, oftentimes, I'll find myself and I'll go, oh, I did not think of that. I didn't mean to. And all of a sudden, the emotion just came over me. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I I wrestle with being in touch with my emotions. It's my personality type. I struggle with that. And that's been my, that's been my work over these past few years is to really pay attention to what's happening in, inside of me. Um, Henry Cloud, I, I, I once heard him say, he said, tears are God's reset button. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love that. Uh, that there are times like that I just, I, I, need, I need a good cry. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I need to reset. My system is so out of whack. And, and that cleansing kind of process, like the physical cleansing of tears, but it's more of an emotional, spiritual cleansing and reboot. Uh it, it's necessary, and I, I think those of us who who kind of try to bottle up things, we we do ourselves a disservice. And, and again, God's God has created us to be. A, we are emotional beings. Like sometimes people say, "Well, I'm not emotional." No, you are. Yeah. You're just not in tune or in touch with really what's going on inside of you. Yeah. And again, Jesus model Jesus models great joy and great sadness and everything in between. He is our example. Mm-hmm. Terry, maybe this will be our last question. Just going back to where I started with, I don't know, Jesus showing himself to be uh, tenderhearted and looking at how Christians are perceived in our current culture, which is not as tenderhearted. But in my experience, personally with people, I am surrounded by tenderhearted believers. They're everywhere. I mean, I, I lost both my parents in a year, less than a year. Um, people here at work were so kind to me people i mean i'm surrounded so i i guess i wonder where how, where's the disconnect between media how, right is, you think it's media yeah. that just gets in the way of that mm-hmm. terry what do you say well i think there's something that happens to our 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 heart and our head whenever we open up twitter <laughs> i mean uh, i just it it, yeah. it does something to us uh because i think you're you're right i i think most people 
want to be kind to people who are in pain. I, I think that is a, a fairly natural human inclination. But I think we've got these platforms out there that somehow our culture, we've said, you're allowed to be cruel on this platform. Mm. Uh, and the problem is that, that that begins to seep over into real life then as well. But you know, praise God that you you have people in your life who surround have surrounded you at times of pain and suffering and loss, and and I have them as well. I'm sure John, we probably all have those pockets of people, mm-hmm. uh, and we need them. We 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 need one another because life is hard, life is painful, life is difficult, and to uh, to walk. You know, one of my mentors, she used to say, life is solitary work that's best done in community. Mm. Like we need people to accompany us through this life journey, both the joys and the sorrows. So, uh, yeah, I mean, part of part of the invitation even could be for, for listeners today is just to, to lift your gaze. Who, who in your circle maybe is hurting? Who's in some pain? Who's struggling? And how could I accompany them in their journey? And, and sometimes it's just walking without any words just for people to know i'm with you mm-hmm. even as jesus is with us along the way very good terry uh, we hope that you have a an emotional and a holy holy week ahead thanks as always very welcome blessings to you john and you kathy as well and to all of our listeners thank you terry. Peace. terry tim he joins us from christ community church of the south hills easily found online Terry does a wonderful job as a preacher and a teacher. You just heard here. So seek Terry Tim out. We'll take a quick break. Does this make sense? It's next. 101.5 WORD. Everywhere you go, anywhere you go, Word FM goes with you. That's because we're no longer trapped inside a radio. We're now everywhere you are. And you carry us around in your pocket. We're there's an app for that, right? On TuneIn, on iHeart, on our own app, on wordfm.com. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. On your iPad, iPhone, and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 101.5 WORD. The goal of this commercial is to show you that if you buy a new home this year without using our two advantages, you will probably have made a pretty big boo-boo financially. I learned that word from my nieces. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, and today we announce something brand new. For Word FM listeners on new home purchases this year, we will now pay $1,000 of your closing costs. And there's no gimmicks. We simply believe that home purchases are going to go up this year, and we want to excite you to use us. The second advantage is our direct lender advantage. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money within its own walls. There's no middleman, which often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money. So don't make a boo-boo. Take advantage of our new $1,000 lender credit and our direct lender advantage. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. 
Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-940-6161. That's 1-800-940-6161. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1-800-940-6161. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. sense does what make sense the phone tree we'll describe the phone tree i called the bank thank you for calling the bank for english press oh. one for management plus press two right, right, that if you'd like to find out your balance first of all before you even get to that place you have to sit there and listen to their hours of operation right. which goes on forever and their address, both of which you probably already know. But you have to sit through it before you even get to the phone tree. And then you have to sit through all the number options because you're really not sure exactly which one applies right. to you. And so you have to come with like your best option. Four or three. And which then one? you're trying to decide between four and three. Right. And then say you hit three and you're like, oh, That's shoot, it should have been four. And then you're down a whole other like ancillary gotta... path. You can't find. But what so else then, are you going to do? So then you just hang up and say, I'll start over. Does phone tree make sense? Well, in a perfect world, I'd rather just have like, you know, one number and I go, I'm trying to figure out that. And then the person goes, oh, yeah, hold on. Wait, you said a person? Yeah, a person. But there's no people anymore. There's no people. We there, are, there are no people. We pe- lost our there person are no here. no people because we decided to replace them with phone trees. We lost our receptionist, Bernie, who was Bernie like the, the heartbeat of the place. And now people call the phone tree. And so, no, it doesn't make any sense. But Thank what are you going to do? Doesn't make it doesn't any sense. make any sense at all. Can't no, we just stand up as a group of humans and say, this doesn't make sense? So what, what are you going to do instead? Uh, hire a person. <laughs> Pay a human right. being. That's what I'd say. Doesn't make sense. It's the worst right. idea ever. All right. This is an, aud- this is an audiovisual. Oh. Does this make sense? Oh. This. I'm holding up mm. a stick pen a you big know, stick just a, a regular skinny little with a little these are the worst the stick pen thing mm-hmm. like the big thing blue or black i refuse we were signing papers the other day and the lady i was like hold on i've always got a pen in my pocket yeah i'm not though the war how could it's an insult it is an insult it is an insult to writing yes it's or, an insult to language to your hand. I mean, it's the worst. To your signature. I know they're cheap and they're throw the worst. away. But man, oh man. I'm completely on your side. We should we should 
have a higher ideal of penmanship and the instruments for that. Heck, I'd rather write with a feather and you know some ink and exactly, a pot. Exactly. I'd rather have a quill of my own Me too. than have to deal with a Bic stick. The Bic stick. I'll tell you two me. things that don't make any sense. Mm. A phone tree and Bic stick. Okay. You heard it here first in the ride home. Oh, the, Chrissy's got a Bic stick. She oh. likes a... How could you like that? Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I am Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Coast Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-3156 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 8.36, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed, and one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-3156 and together... We can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-3156. Why doing it right? Roofing, siding, remodeling? It's simple. It's in their name. Doing it right uses only top quality materials and employs only experienced installation and management people to install and oversee your project. Family owned and operated for 38 years and with over 45 years of industry experience, you can be confident that your project will be installed the correct way. Doing It Right does business honestly, taking no money down and collecting balance upon completion. You'll receive a lifetime labor warranty from Doing It Right. Doing It Right does all work to manufacturers, National Roofing Contractors Association, and Vinyl Siding Institute guidelines and specifications for a complete and headache-free installation. Doing It Right is an Owens Corning Platinum Contractor and James Hardy Preferred Contractor. Most importantly, they're affordable. Offering great financing options and accepting all major credit cards. Be sure to mention John and Kathy for a discount off your roofing, siding, and remodeling estimates. Call 724-NEW-ROOF or find them at roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Want it done right? Call Doing It Right. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred for all mechanical systems. Heating and air, our team has got you covered. Maintenance, service, installs and repair. Call us when you need comfort. Online at TMSCHVAC.com. The Mechanical Services Company. Trusted, proven, preferred. Right now, there are young people across the world facing a tough choice. Continue their dream of education or drop out to help their family put food on the table. You can help change their future in a single moment. See how far your support can go at unbound.org. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. I don't know if you have, but I have been following along closely to Kat's remodeling job. And part of that remodeling thing is that they've abandoned the kitchen because that's the part of the house that's being remodeled. So, Kath, you've been making things uh, in the spare room on the hot plate. Right. Now, I I admire that. 
Thank you so much. I, really, I wouldn't admire it because it's not all that good. Mostly I admire your husband's willingness to eat what's on the hot exactly, plate. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So here's a segment. What's Cass cooking on the hot plate? The, the music really doesn't. Oh, it yeah. sounds like you're making lasagna. Yeah, I'm not making lasagna. But I've landed on something truly great. What? I really have. Now listen to me. For those of you that have an air fryer, you probably already know this. But I'm speaking prominently and most particularly to people who do not yet have an air fryer, because this is the reason why you should get one. I don't have one. Okay. This is why. The russet potato and the sweet potato. Yeah. Both become absolute magic in the air fryer. Really? Like good fries. Let me just tell you this. I'm going to start with sweet, and I'm going to tell you what I do with russet. Really? Okay. Sweet potatoes, you peel it. Okay. Cut it in strips. Cut the sweet potato in strips. You need a very good knife to do this, sure. right? Of course, you need a good cutting board. Mm-hmm. And then you brush them or shake them or however you want to add olive oil to them. Mm-hmm. However, you can put them in a Ziploc bag and shake them up, toss them in a bowl, whatever it is, and then put them in the air fryer, okay? Salt and pepper, that is it. You put your air fryer on 400 for eight minutes. After eight minutes, you toss it a little bit, shake it a little bit, you shake it, maybe another six minutes. I'm telling you, they are so unbelievably what? magical. They're the best sweet potato fries you've ever had in your life with no frying. What? With no frying. There's no frying. If you have a russet potato, you don't even have to peel it, John. No peeling. All you do is scrub it, okay? Then you cut that into strips. You put that in your air fryer. And you know what I put on there? Okay, so you've already shaken them with the olive oil. Chili lime seasoning from Trader Joe's. What? Pretty heavy dose of it. I'm going to put it on there. Like, like there. I'm going to be serious about it. Same thing. Eight minutes. Shake it up. Another six minutes. Dip them in ketchup. Your life is going to be made. That's I am a- telling you, they are unbelievably really? good. Really? Now, the only thing is that it doesn't make much. Right? So you have to do it in two batches. But while you're eating batch one, you're air frying batch two. It's totally fine. We call the air fryer the space egg because it's the shape it's in. How big is the air fryer? Uh, the air fryer is about, about like this big. So it's not as big as a toaster oven. No. No, no. It's not as, it's as big as a toaster. Bigger than a toaster. Okay. So somewhere between the two. Yeah. Because I like a fry. Oh my gosh, you're so good. But I don't need a machine to and make me and more fries. And you don't need to be frying. You don't want to eat more fried foods, did you? Do you? No. So you want to have this because it's not fried food. It's air fried. But it fried tastes food. like it's so. Delicious. It tastes like a good fry. Blow your mind. Really, Chrissy's in the shake in her head like she's got it down too. I love okay. my air fryer. All right, exactly. Did you guys talk about this on Friday night? We talked about a lot of things, John. What the you, heck? You could have talked known. too, except you weren't there. <laughs> Thank you for the music, Christy. You're welcome. Very nice. Holy, who knew? I I, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I saw a thing about private concerts. You ever been to a private concert? I have. Okay, I'm really interested in these because I've watched them on YouTube. What? Yeah, there are a bunch of there are tons of them on YouTube. Okay, so Rolling I just watched Stone. an Israel Houghton private concert just like three days ago. Really? So I'm reading Rolling Stone online. Of course, you know, you just read things. This or that. It, it, it grabs your attention. And the headline is, The Real Yacht Rock Inside the Lavish Top Secret World of Private Gigs. Now, I knew that something like this existed, but this Rolling Stone article, David Brownie is the uh, the author here, he makes it feel like at the drop of a hat, 
Alicia Keys, John Legend, the Eagles are going to show up in your patio. And for a sum of money, you're going to have like a live performance. Well, it seems like artists are willing to do that. But the only thing is, could you, you certainly are not going to be able to afford Alicia no, Keys. No, Well, this is for, of course, you know, the uber rich, right? And the article goes on and says, uh, discreetly, for about 30 to 50 friends, these people, these rock stars, through an organization, Jay Segan Presents, who's a booking agent for the elite, 45 minutes cost you about a million dollars or so to have Coldplay do a private set. Oh, my gosh. What are you kidding me? How much? A million bucks. For how long? 45 minutes. A million dollars. A million bucks. All right, that seems like a lot. And but they, if Coldplay was coming, it would take them about 12 hours to set up with all the electronics they have. But there's stipulations. So, some of them have riders. No dancing. Okay, no recording. Right, no recording. That's right. the big thing. You right. And everybody at the gig, everybody. The Turn caterers, non-disclosure agreement. Yeah. An NDA. You can't talk about it because there'll be a penalty to pay. Is that crazy? Well- you know why I don't think it's crazy? Hmm. Because of what's happened to the music industry since, I mean, it started happening before COVID, but it certainly was accelerated in COVID. Yeah. Where because of streaming, musicians aren't making nearly the money they were because oh, people yeah. aren't buying CDs. Record sales are done. Record sales it. are absolutely. And if you're a musician and you're on Spotify, you're getting like three cents less than that per play. It's really, it's sad. It's less than a cent, I think, per play. Horrible. So it's really terrible. So musicians started relying more on, on touring to right. make up their money. Sure. But then COVID happened. So now, it shuts now everything there's down. no touring. So they're trying to find a way to make up that, right, without doing the big touring thing. Right. Okay. So then the article, as I'm saying, uh, Rod Stewart, Billy Joel, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. They used to go like these corporate gigs, right? I mean, you know, you understand corporations mm-hmm, would have like sure. this big. Well, now they've transferred this thing over. Um, what's the guy's name? Uh, Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. In the article, in the article, in the Rolling Stone article, they talked that he was in uh, California, ten minutes from his house. He took a ten-minute car ride to a client's house, okay. performed for forty minutes, made five hundred thousand dollars. <gasps> I mean. What? That's so unbelievable. But I would. I love Ricky Martin. How weird would it be though? Because, like, you're used to seeing like you know in a concert like YouTube. Right, right, right. Like, what's Ricky Martin? Ricky Martin doing what he? I mean, that would be so weird for in your living weird. room. Right. It would lose its. Right. Have its you seen oomph. like the the Tori Amos um, Kirk Franklin concert? Uh, no. Have you seen those? No. Okay. So they're. Do you not know who they are? She doesn't know Kirk Franklin. You know Kirk Franklin? I know who Kirk Franklin is. I don't know who Tori Amos is. I don't know who that is. All right. Anyway, so they did did several of these, and they were recorded, but they were professionally recorded. So they were recorded with their, you know. Right, the whole thing. Right, and you can watch them online. That, what they're doing is so intimate. You know what I mean? Because he's playing, she's singing, he's singing a little bit too. It's like perfectly set up for that i don't know how cold play comes in and does something in your living room like not in your just, living room. like you gotta have i mean there's these are people with means or ricky martin like what's he you're building a stage essentially in your you know in your backyard or whatever i mean and it's not like suburban backyard right i mean you know well, clearly not if they're paying him half a million dollars no. for it and then the, the ricky martin or cold play performs then people have you know then the they have to talk to them they have to do a little q a right 
And then they, he goes away. I think that would be away, so awesome. And then you have dinner. I would love that. That's crazy. I would love that so much. I mean, okay, That's an experience. Okay, if you were going to do that, if you could attend one private concert, who would it be with? You two. Okay. Christy? You two. Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor Swift. Oh, I love Taylor Swift. Oh, you? She could sing all too well. I'd come. Mm-hmm. Ten minute version. Yes. Although I think I like the other one better, but they're both good. Um, I would say you two also. Oh, you would. I think I would. We could put our money together. Okay. And try to make it work. Great. Okay, we've got sixty bucks. Okay, guys, come on over. Bono, seriously. I'll sign an NDA. Sure. I won't talk about it. Sure. That'd be super cool, wouldn't it? Wolfpack. That would be. That would be another option. They'd be super fun. Corey Wong, another great option. Foo Fighters. Oh, they're not all available. <laughs> no, but it would have been fun. Yeah, right? yeah, sure. Anyway, hey, thanks for being with us, and have a nice picnic. The ride home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.